This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. Find it now wherever you access your favorite podcasts. As the death toll from the devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria surges past 37,000 a week after the event, stories of miracle survivals are slowly dwindling and rescue workers are being pulled in all directions by survivors still trying to find loved ones under the rubble. We had the privilege of getting some time with Dr. Simpiwe Sobua. He's the teaching head of the Emergency Medical Sciences Department at the Cape Peninsula University of Technology. Together with staff members from his department, they joined the gift of the givers on their mission. Dr. Sobua and his team specialize in urban search and rescue. We spoke to him at base just before their day started. When you arrived in Turkey, can you paint a picture for me of what you saw when you landed, where you were and where you are now? We started from Istanbul to Adana. And then from Adana, we drove through Antakya. It's less than 200 kilometers, but it took us about eight to nine hours to get here. A journey that is less than 200 k's, you're saying it took you about almost nine hours to get to essentially the, the epicenter. That, that's correct, because of the traffic. You know, I was quite touched. The entire town is pretty much decimated. There's no shops operating. There's no running water. And uh, people drove all the way from Istanbul to, to here to offer their hand. And that's why there was a significant amount of traffic. That's amazing. So outside, people from around the world pouring in to places like Antakya, Turkish citizens themselves have landed a helping hand, you're saying. If people are driving from Istanbul all the way there and are taking an eight-hour, nine-hour drive just to help out their fellow men. That's correct, yeah. In as much as uh, some people are here to help, obviously for us, we don't want people that don't have the requisite experience to be there because it becomes an issue of safety, not only for us, but for them as well. You know, we don't want any more lives to be lost than what's already been lost. Mm. Tell us, what role are you playing specifically within the search and rescue? All of us are playing uh, different roles as we go along. For example, uh, yesterday I stayed back in camp, so our, I have to sort out the rest of the camp. We, we put up more tents. We've got a kitchen tent now, and we've got a tent for the communication center. They will you know, be the incident commander. Those, what does incident uh, commander well. mean? So, I mean, the incident commander is responsible for directing the team and uh, making decisions on what happens. I mean, we'll have two respective teams, so they will report to the incident commander. And the incident commander has to make the decision, for example, whether do we stay and recover the body, for example, if there is a body that's to be recovered or if there's an alive patient, obviously, depending on the situation, do we actually recover the body that's alive? Because obviously there are issues of safety that you have to take into consideration. Yeah. In the instances where you do come across people that are still alive, what type of injuries are you coming across? Well, we haven't come across any persons that have been alive. Uh, we've recovered sure. six bodies uh, sure. so far, three yesterday and three the day before yesterday. Sure. And I guess the heartache and the heartbreak doesn't end, right? Because there are families who are still hopeful to this day, many days after the earthquake happened. 
many families around are still hopeful that you will bring their people out. And we have seen instances where babies are coming out alive, and that's been amazing to witness. Because we've got such a rescue dogs with us, we've been pulled left, right and center by members of the community wanting us to go and recover their loved ones. Because I think people now just want some kind of closure. They really were desperate. You know, everywhere we go in the city, I mean, we just have people just pulling us. Can we go to their house? They know their loved ones are there. I mean, obviously, recovering bodies is not what we do. So we are here to search for missing persons that may still be alive. I mean, we, we won't unnecessarily risk sending a team to recover persons that are deceased. This is now seven days after the earthquake. What are the chances of recovering an alive person who's been trapped under rubble for so many days without any food, water, cold as well? Unfortunately, I mean, the chances are really minimal of finding someone alive. I mean, miracles do happen. I mean, if you're not injured by any means, I mean, the chances may still be there. But I mean, if you are injured, then your your chances are significantly slim. So, I mean, you may have someone that is dark in what you call a void. So if they're not injured, the chances may be there. And also, obviously, while the colds may seem as a disadvantage, it's also an advantage in a certain degree in that your metabolism slows down during colds. Yeah, so that does uh, add an advantage. If we're looking at a day, when does the operation start? When does it end? When does light start becoming a problem that, you know, it's no longer safe enough for the team to try to continue with an operation? I mean, we try to start at about 10 in the morning, yeah, and uh, we try to finish at about 5, half past 5. We don't want to push it too late and work in the night. I mean, in the first day that we were out, we did try to work in the night because there was a, a suspicion of a person that oh. was So we did try to give it our best, but it turns out that the persons were, were deceased. Doctor, just wrapping up, talk to me about how do you keep the morale up of the team. You are coordinated with teams from different parts of the world. They are quite large teams, but you're seeing so much devastation. You know, you think you're hearing a voice, but it doesn't turn out to be, you know, a sign of life. How do you keep the energies up of the guys and the women that are out there so that they are still strengthened to continue going? Yeah, look, I think we all came here with the purpose and the mission to find people. And when you look at the town, I mean, the entire town has to be demolished. You know, that's how bad it is. I mean, the buildings mostly are collapsed, if not significantly damaged. So I think as a group, we say we are blessed that, I mean, when we live here, we're going back to our respective homes with a proper shelter, running water. And, you know, these people here don't have that. So we have to look in the positive and try and be positive as a team so that we can try and do our best to assist the people Doctor, we appreciate your time and the effort and the work that all you guys out there are putting in. And we just send you all the love and light and strength and hope to continue doing the work that you do. And may you be safe as well. Thank you very much. Find Carte Blanche, the podcast with new episodes uploaded weekdays on all major podcast platforms. Unique stories, unique perspectives, wherever you go.